recap UFC 266 for you and do a little preview ahead to the UFC Fight Night, Santos and Walker. So let's let's talk about UFC 266. Um, what one of card. our yeah, first off, what an amazing card from an entertainment standpoint. Couldn't have asked for better fights. Couldn't have asked for them to play out the way they did um, any better. But from a betting perspective, also probably our, one of our best cards of the year. Absolutely nailed all of our bets. Went a hundred percent. Yep. And Props and regular bets. And we even had uh, a DraftKings lineup that was in uh, you know, top two hundred. Was very close to almost having that perfect lineup. So yeah. great day. Let's uh, let's talk about some of these bets and some of the, how the fights played out. So first off, at the bottom, one of the most obvious ones for us was uh, Samuelsberger. Samuelsberger crushed him. First punch he threw. Not uh, not super shocking, but uh, we were able to pound. We pounded his uh, handicap line, so we pounded uh, Samuelsberger minus three and a half, one of our biggest bets. We also got him a smaller bet inside the distance. So, yeah, and I mean, we told you guys Sano shouldn't have been there, and I mean, his first check punch, this guy dropped his hands down to his <laughs> kneecaps to block yeah. it, so he comes right up top with the first real punch he throws, and um. I'm looking forward to seeing that guy fight again, though. I mean, he's a beast. Let's get him some real competition, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Sano, you know, we'll never hear his name again. No. All right, let's talk about the other, uh, some other big bets we uh, had on the card. We hit Curtis Blades. We got uh, him as a handicap at a minus three and a half. Cruised one three rounds, you know, had one flying knee. That was a little, little scary there. That one scared me, though, and it's, we talked about this. That guy just telegraphs his takedowns, man. Mm -hmm. There's no reason Rosenstruck should be fucking able to land a flying knee on you. You're yep. way too athletic. Yep. And, I mean, we're talking one inch away from finishing that fight with that thing. Yeah, exactly. Also almost closed his eye as is. Yep. Um, God, man, it's really hard in that division with those beasts that you're about to see. Like, I just can't see this guy moving up. And Peace. really getting himself a title if he can't start to use his hands to level change and really disguise that thing. He's an animal. He's in a tough spot. But, dude, I mean, you he's, can't be that fucking predictable. He's top five. He's good enough to beat anyone on any given night. He's going to struggle with those top top three guys kind of always because of his his limited transition. He's just not a fluid fighter. That's probably the, yeah. the way I'd categorize Honestly, him. I think Cyril, out of everyone, would just piece him apart. Yeah, like, yep. I think he'd have trouble taking him down. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about other ones. These were more of like parlay pieces, but they cleaned up easily. We hit Talia Santos. We bet her as a handicap as well. Cleaned up on that one straight up. She was in a lot of our parlays. Don't need to say too much about that fight. Pretty dominant, know. just like we uh, we thought. We played Andrade as well. She was more of a parlay piece. We didn't feel confident enough to play her handicap, which obviously it turned out well, but played her straight up, which was great. And then probably our second and third biggest bets of the night were the main event and co-main event. Volkanovski, we bet straight up. Got a pretty good line on him. He was closing at about one, minus 175. We pounded that line. First off, an amazing, amazing fight. Uh, we did have our... Yeah, respect. <laughs> Shout our out to Brian Ortega here. I mean, yes. that guy showed champion heart. Tough guy, man. And he's going to... He'll be back. Yeah, and we had our scary moment. Ortega was... Damn close to uh, to getting that done in the third round. So twice. Yep. So 
amazing fight. And then finally, Valentina Shevchenko was uh, pretty much a masterpiece of straightforward as we thought. We pounded her handicap as a parlay piece, which we got basically her odds cut in half. Got her at about minus 600. That we were looking good at the whole time. A little bit sketchier was we did lay a decently sized bet on Valentina inside the distance. She did come through for us, but I was sweating a little bit in that fourth round. It looked like she might just cruise on the feet. I'm glad she got it done, um, but that was definitely one of the sketchier uh, bets as if I was playing. Yeah, and God, man, I feel bad for the UFC here. Like, Lauren Murphy, if you're going to take the fight, take the fight to win the fight. Yeah. Nice. Obviously, it's 99.9% chance you don't win this fight. Yeah. But do not go in there for and moral just... victory. For, and her husband in her corner, oh, you're doing great. Yeah. You're grappling. Is, you're winning the grapple matches. No the fuck you're not. No. You no. didn't win anything. You didn't win a single second rounds. of that fight. Nothing. You no. won nothing. No. They should have told you that after the first round. Like, you're not winning shit. Go in there and try to knock her head off. And if you get caught, you get caught. It's fucking embarrassing. Like... Yeah. It's a title fight, so we can't put it in the early prelims where that fight belonged. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what is, the fuck are we doing here? I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think there's some blame on Lauren Murphy um, for her game planning, but it's also just a testament to Valentina and how far above she is than it's all of her competition. Level. You know, it's few sports do you even see someone who's the best that much of a gap between yeah. second and third to her division. So, super impressive. Talk about some other uh, amazing fights on this card. Dawkins, Chris Dawkins was yeah. amazing. I mean, horrible stoppage. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go out and say that. Not only did I have money on Dawkins and having a lot of DraftKings cards, but I was legitimately worried for uh, Shamil's life there. Yeah. He probably had to knock him out like three times years. to get that finish. But incredible knockout, incredible performance. Um, let's talk about uh, Marabd Volshavili. What an amazing fight. Pretty much that analysis was one of my best that I had, I think, for the card. was just, he's going to have a tough first round, might even get put out, get put out, but lose first round, but he will absolutely dominate round two or three. That's exactly how it played out. What a must-play on DraftKings. Yeah, like um, 163 finished with monster he, score. He just might be one of the best DraftKings players in general. The guy averages like seven takedowns a fight. He throws 250 significant strikes. He controls nonstop. When this guy's in five-round fights, which he will be soon, um, he's going to be a Khabib-like DraftKings guy where absolutely must play. He's going to beat most of the competition. He's definitely a legitimate title champion type of uh, contender here and prospect, and he's going to beat most guys, and he's going to dominate them. Um, so it's got to keep your eye on, not just in real life, but in that DraftKings Let's talk about the one low light, really, because there's a couple fights you and me disagreed on, but generally we were very, you know, realistic about our picks and saying mm. could go either way or this is a judgment call. Um, the only one I think we really just missed was going to be that Jonathan Pierce versus Mariah, or Morales. Yeah, and that's what we missed on our optimal <clears throat> for DraftKings, too, is uh, Pierce. Look, I, I thought Pierce could win with... Knockout power, I did not know that his wrestling was yeah. going to be that dominant. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to have a grappling advantage if it went to the floor. I thought Morales' movement and kicks were going to 
keep it standing, which, you know what, for the first three minutes of round one, that it is, yeah. did look like what was going to happen. And then once Pierce decided to really just make his game plan grappling, Morales could not stop it. And it was yeah. a dominant win, and he looked damn good. And uh, the guy's moving up, but I, I was surprised. I want to give him a shout-out. Yeah, big win for uh, Turner, too. Uh, second sub victory in, in a row. Yeah, looked good. Uh, looked really good, good against good competition. Uh, that guy's definitely going to be Gotta getting some good on. fights. Um, and then, you know, I wish, like I said, I wish we wouldn't have had the issues pre-fight because Dan Hooker absolutely dominated that fight. Looked good. Looked, looked really good. Looked great, man. Um, for a guy that was training out of his house, that guy looked yeah, also in great shape. Showed some new tricks as a guy who really hasn't grappled much he's been a guy who's been extremely he's a great reverse grappler he's been an extremely hard guy to take down mm -hmm. long really good in the clinch because of that muay thai background but we've never really seen him initiate grappling and he's a, clearly a huge strong guy for 155 so to see him add that wrinkle to the game is super interesting um still a con title contender he really is even after a couple hard losses there's just a couple guys in the division that i think he matches up with and one I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm not saying he beats him, but like I see Maklashev just running through almost everybody in the division. Hooker's an interesting matchup for him. Yeah. Hooker is extremely hard to t get taken down. I've never seen him get taken or held down. He's super long. He knows how to use his length, knees, kicks. Not saying he'd win because I'm a, I'm definitely on the bandwagon of Islam Maklashev. I think he's already the most talented lightweight. That is one of those style matchups that I think is super interesting, especially if he keeps working on his grappling. Yeah, definitely. So, look, unbelievable card, top to bottom. Looking in here, we're back to the fight nights. Obviously, now we're back to some, you know, the prospect world. Um, not as big in names, but the main event here is going to be a banger. We got Santos and Johnny Walker. Yeah, I was going to say, even though this is a fight night, there is some really entertaining fights on this card, you got some guys that are, you know, five fights I can see that have fight of the night potential on here. Definitely. So, really excited. Also, just as a quick peek, we're going to obviously give more of an in-depth breakdown later in the week. But we are really liking DraftKings as far as having a lot of underdogs that not, not only have great value, but we think are going to we're going to pick them to win straight up. So, yeah. Kind of unlike for me, I had a lot of favorites last week. It was kind of harder for me to get some of my lineups together. This week, there's a bunch of options on how you want to place it, and we got a lot of underdogs. There's guys in the 7,000s that we think are great plays. Really excited about that. Um, yeah, any fight that's particularly sticking out to you other than the main event, we know Santos, Johnny Walker is going to be an absolute brawl. Any fight that really sticks out to you that you're excited about? Yeah, I mean, I really want to see that uh, Devontae Smith, uh, Jamie Malarkey fight. Um, I'm all in on Devontae Smith. Um, you know, I heard that guy's Instagram started blowing up after the other Devontae Smith got drafted by the <laughs> Eagles. But uh, I think he's a, you know, he's a highlight reel man. He's definitely a contender. I think he got caught once, and he's the line showing that. Um, but I got him dominating this fight. But Jamie Malarkey's, I mean, he's a grinder, man. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of the one that I'm I'm really looking forward to watching. Yeah, that's a great fight. One that sticks out to me, also on the main card, is going to be Oliveira versus Nico Price. Nonstop action. 
Um, I don't want to insult them, but they're definitely more in the journeyman type of category. But but they are both some of the most entertaining fighters out there. Always looking for the finishes, ground fighting, stand up fighting, nonstop pace. So that is one that it looks like it's going to be an absolute banger. I'm super excited for that fight, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were at Nico Price's last fight, and that thing was entertaining, man. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, this is going to be a fun card. Uh, we'll get you guys some you know, better analysis later in the week, uh, help you put your lineups together, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one, man.